Being Socially Distant, episode five. So which one was it? Shorts guy. The, the one, one with, the, with legs. the legs. Oh, he's so glossy and smiley and Scandinavian looking. I think he's from Wolverhampton. Well, he makes me feel giddy. Honestly, I can't stop thinking about him. So did you stop and chat? Yeah, do you know, I was actually feeling okay about myself for once. A trip to the supermarket's kind of my only reason to put a bra and lippy on, so... Yeah, it's feeling pretty good. Well, that sounds okay. Why was it dreadful? Well, we were stood there chatting, you know, that sort of diagonal thing across the aisle to keep the distance. But I realised that perched on top of my trolley in full view were two packs of tenor pads, some anusol and the Daily Mail. <gasps> oh, Kate! I know. So now the Norse god that should be my husband thinks that I'm right wing and incontinent. With piles. I assume they were for your parents. Oh, God, yes, but he didn't know that, did he? Um, it's nice to hear you laugh. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, not great, to be honest. Things have settled down a bit, but Steve still won't talk to me. Well, he talks, but it's to grunt yes to me offering him a coffee or whatever. He can't be angry with you, can he? No, he's not angry. I think he's just at rock bottom. At least he's stopped trying to brazen it out. But it's almost like he's given up. Do you know how much he's lost? I've got some idea. It's basically a lot. And how about the house? Is that safe? Yeah, the house is safe. I suppose I should be grateful for that, at least. And maybe you need to do something to cheer yourself up. A treat, you know, something that makes you feel good about yourself. Do you know, that's a very good idea. Maybe I will. So he's a goner. Poor little bugger. Yeah, Kurt's finally kicked the bucket. You don't think Jonathan... Oh, I haven't asked. I don't even want to think about it. The official line is that Kurt was very sad without Penny and now they're together in Hampster Heaven. While their earthly bodies adorn your mantelpiece, immortalised as Torval and Dean. Oh, God, no, that's not happening. I've told Jonathan that he can stuff Kurt if he must, but the end result is not coming into my house. He'll have to enjoy it, if that's the right word, in the privacy of the shed. Do you know, we actually had a little funeral for Kurt and made it a belated one for Penny. So I think the kids are happy. Uh, if Jonathan's stuffing the hamsters, then what did you bury? I just had a couple of avocados that were going off, so I put them into a shoebox. I figured they were about the right weight and they would, you know, rot down nicely. And as far as the kids are aware, it was Kurt and Penny in there. Nice. Yeah, to be honest, I'm quite glad that they've gone. Does that sound awful? They really stank and I was the only one who cleaned the cage. So, you know, it's one less thing to do. Anyway, what's your news? Well, David called. Hang on, Pippa. Hold on. Emily's just calling my mobile. Do you mind? I'm just a bit worried about her. Hold on. Hi, Em. Yeah, I'm on the phone to Pippa. Can I call Gates! you back? <laughs> What's happened? Oh, shit, Pippa, look, I'll call you back. Well, Kate, the shame. Oh, I can't believe it. I've never sunk so low. I will never live this down in all my days. You must promise me, promise me, Kate, you will never tell another living soul. What? I took your advice to do something to make myself feel better. You know, a bit of a boost. And I booked in to have my roots done. You know my hairdresser works from home or that shed in the garden. And I knew that she was still seeing some people, some clients. Of course, it was very disapproving. I really can't condone that sort of rule breaking, but I buckled and just thought, oh, to hell with it. If other people break the rules, then 
Why can't I? Just get my roots done. I was feeling so awful about myself. Okay, so you went to get your roots done. It's not the crime of the century. No, you don't understand. Her neighbours had seen that a few customers had been coming and going over the last few days and had alerted the police. The police, Kate. They came while I was there. I was sat in the chair with a half head of foils, a frappuccino and a copy of hello. (gasps) Caught in the act. Oh, Emily, what did they do? They said on this occasion they were just going to speak to me to issue guidance and remind me of the current regulations. Kate, the shame. I have never had any contact with the police before. Well, in fairness, there was that time when you called them about the PTA serving Pims at the summer fete. Yes, but that was me calling them. I've never been on the other end. I don't know how I'm ever going to show my face in town again. What will people say? Pippa, you must promise me that you will never tell another living soul. Yeah, all right. Emily, it's really not as bad as you think. How are you feeling now? Oh, the shame. You cannot imagine it. Uh, You're talking to a woman who was recently treated for syphilis by being injected in the arse at the clap clinic. Trust me, I can imagine it. Oh, uh, yeah. That does strangely help to hear that, actually. How are you feeling? I'm fine now. I actually met someone while I was there. Pippa! You cannot hook up, or whatever you call it, with someone you met at a clinic which treats sexually transmitted infections. Yes, I can. Just think of the story it'll make at our wedding. Anyway, how are you feeling now? How are things with Steve? Well, he's not avoiding me all the time. I think things are starting to get a bit better between us now that I've sorted out the mess. I've got a sense of where we're at financially, and it's pretty dreadful. I can't believe how much he gambled away. But the house is safe, and we can get back on track if we work together. Steve, why don't I pour you a beer? Sure, yeah, sounds good. Actually, let me do it. You put your feet up. Uh, Fancy a glass of wine? That would be lovely. Now, in terms of what we need to do tomorrow, I've been in touch with the mortgage people and we're due to have a phone meeting with them to confirm their mortgage holiday and then I thought we could ring them... Look, Em, uh, I know you're trying to help and I love you for it, but I need to do this. I got us into this mess and I need to dig us out. I do really want your help, but please just bloody stop trying to take over. I'm not taking over. Uh, Yeah, you are. Well, you gambled away our money and hid it from me. So excuse me if I want to know what's going on and have a bit of control. I know, I know. And I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to hide anything. It's a relief in a way that you found out. And I'm fine for you to check up on the accounts and to be in charge of our money. That way we can make sure there's no way I can hide it. But I need to be involved in putting this right. Steve, I have to be organised. I have to know what's happening. You have no idea what this has done to me. To us. I feel like my whole world has been... Shaken to the core. Where's Kate? I thought we said 8pm. She'll be on in a minute. Keep your knickers on. So, going anywhere nice on your holidays? Actually, Steve and I were very inspired by um, Greta, Greta Thunberg. And we've decided that we're going to limit our flights to one long haul per year. Emily, I was joking. We're in a fucking pandemic, in case you hadn't noticed. Oh, well, yes. There is that. And then we'll have a worldwide recession. So I don't think we'll be the only ones stuck at home for a while. Yes, of course. People's financial positions are quite precarious at the moment. Hi, I'm here. Sorry I'm late. Fuck, what a day. What's happened? Bloody Jonathan. Honestly, I think I've had enough. So, Emily, quick update for you. Kurt died. The hamster? 
Yeah, bit of a relief, to be honest. We buried a shoebox and two avocados in the garden. Uh, why? Because Jonathan was stuffing the actual hamsters. Do keep up, love. So the kids were okay with that. Job done, or so I thought. Jonathan was down in the shed doing whatever you do when you stuff hamsters. And, of course, it involves chemicals, so he had to wear a face mask and latex gloves. Ooh, I think I can see where this is going. Yeah, trust me, you've not had the half of it. Anyway, he's in the shed using chemicals, but getting turned on by the latex thing. And he decides, in his infinite wisdom, to knock one out. Knock one out? I thought the hamsters were dead already. Why did he need to knock one out? Have a wank. Oh, fuck's sake, Emily. He was wanking, still with the latex gloves on, which he was wearing because of the chemicals. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Next thing I know, he comes dashing into the house, shouting that he needs to go to hospital. So, of course, we all had to get into the car and take him. Couldn't your parents have the kids? You'd think so, wouldn't you? I phoned on the way to see whether I could drop them off, but they said no, they're shielding. When I know they've been going to the shops when they fancy a little outing. Bastards. Oh, Kate. So we all had to take him to A&E, exactly where you don't want to be right now. Honestly, I can't believe that he put us all at risk. Myself, the children, he's such a selfish wanker. I'm sorry, I I know I'm being very naive here, but what exactly was wrong with him? He had chemical burns on his cock, Emily. There you go. My husband of 17 years, with whom I have two children, a substantial mortgage and a National Trust family membership that we can't bloody well use at the moment, had burnt his cock with the chemicals he was using to stuff our children's dead hamsters because he'd become sexually aroused in the process. Does that about answer it? Yes. Yep. Thank you, Kate. Where is he now? I left him there. He can walk back. It'll take him a while. Especially with a chemically burned cock. Yeah, well, it's probably a very good thing if he doesn't come back straight away. Right, hold on. Let me open this bottle. Oh. Okay, distract me, ladies. I don't even want to think about Jonathan. Who else has got news? I have. Great. What? My mother-in-law. Well, ex-mother-in-law. She's died. Sylvia? Oh, no! I didn't even know she was ill. Oh, no, Pippa, that's awful. I'm so sorry. I know. She and I still spoke regularly. We always got on well. Even when David and I split up, we stayed close. She never took sides. She was just a good, kind woman. I'm really going to miss her. What happened? Well, she'd been in a care home for a while. Yeah. And now she's one of the COVID-19 statistics that we hear every night. Oh, no, Pippa. God, that's terrible. I'm so sorry. Oh, poor David. How is he? He's gutted, of course. He's here at the moment that he can be with the kids. I just thought he needed to be around people. I didn't want him going back to his place to be by himself. He feels dreadful because he couldn't visit her. Imagine that, your own mother dying and you can't go and see her because you're abiding by the guidelines. Unlike some, with their comings and goings all over the place. Oh, you will send him our love, won't you? Yeah, from me too. What happens next? Well, the funeral will be a very strange event. I don't really know what to expect because she was into cosplay. What appeared to be Gone with the Wind meets Fifty Shades of Grey. And she always said she'd incorporate that into her funeral in some way. Presumably meaning all her 70-year-old friends attend wearing nothing but frilly petticoats and M&S support bras, carrying dildos resembling 1950s fighter jets and saying things like, the safe word is scarlet. I'm not sure how they'll manage that on Zoom. Of course, we won't all be able to attend. It's close family only. 
which is lucky because I have nothing suitable to wear. I'm lying, of course I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's going to be a bit weird. So there you go. That's my news. You did ask. Right, Emily, it's up to you to save the evening from slipping into despair. Anything you can cheer us up with? Regale us with tales from your life of crime? Oh, well, there is one thing that I've been working on, which you might be interested in doing. Mungo, Cosmo and I have been having tons of fun putting together a little time capsule that we're going to fill up and bury in the garden for someone to find in the future. God save us. The boys have been very busy digging the hole for it to go in. Mungo seems to be particularly interested in digging and burying at the moment. But they've been so creative and they've come up with some lovely ideas for things to put into it. Cosmo did a wonderful picture of our family, which he spent so much time on. And then Mungo cut it into lots of little pieces, so it's made a marvellous jigsaw puzzle. I thought I might post about it on Google Classrooms in case anyone's looking for some fun ideas. Keep in touch on Instagram at being socially distant. Please do subscribe, rate and review in your podcast app. Being Socially Distant is produced by Tin Shed Productions. All recordings are done remotely. Remotely.